podcast where we talk about all things Second Amendment and any other various topics that we may feel is important uh, for the day. It is Sunday, June 7th, uh, 2020. <clears throat> and what a week it's been. You look back over the last week and it's been crazy. Last weekend we were launching SpaceX, the first two Americans into flight since 2011. And then this week has just been protest and and riots and and racial upheaval and just a lot of back and forth and then underlying all that is still COVID-19 the coronavirus and what this country has uh, just been struggling with over the last several months yesterday was June 6th and it did not get a lot of attention but yesterday was the anniversary of D-Day and I was thinking about that and my oldest son has actually been on the beaches of Normandy. He got that opportunity several years ago. And, you know, from what pictures and everything, you know, it's still a powerful place. And I think about what those boys, and they were, you know, the age of what my son is now or just a little older, and what they did and how important that that invasion was to the turning point in the war and if that had not been successful there's a chance that our ability to protest and our ability to speak out about racism and things would not uh, be be possible today we we would be potentially under the Nazi regime which was creating the superior race which was the blonde-haired blue-eyed persona i guess and so if it seems fitting that yesterday was the uh, anniversary of D-Day, and I wish it had not gone so unnoticed, but I just I wanted to call it out here. I do want to say a few things about what's going on in our country. Again, you know, I want to emphasize, you know, what happened to George Floyd is horrible. It shouldn't happen, but I, I want us to, you know, just pause and and think, especially the, the riots, the, the, the hatred and, uh, and things that are at least to their police force and things, that we're painting these broad brush on both sides. Racism, you know, criminals, you know, thugs, whatever it might be. And we need to, you know, I think step back and take a moment and look at each other and really try and diagnose what the problem is. And the problem is, 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 is evil. It's not, not, the police departments or training their policies it's just that there's evil in this world and until everybody understands that we are sinners and we have fallen short of the glory of God and that we all need a savior we're going to be dealing with these situations now we just need to and with that realization how do we deal with them in my opinion in a Christ-like way you know there's this movement of defunding the police force, which I just don't understand. I wouldn't, I would, they would go a week before they realized that they, that the police do provide a valuable service to us. There is, you know, just all these conversations. And, you know, we watched this movie, my family and I, Just Mercy. It's a Michael B. Jordan movie with uh, Jamie, Jamie Foxx. I was about to say Jamie Lee Curtis. I don't know where that came from, but Jamie Foxx. And uh, a true story based on a 
in the late 80s, a black man in Alabama that was arrested and uh, convicted of killing a young white girl, and he was put on death row, and he he did not do it. Michael B. Jordan plays the attorney that comes in, kind of a an innocence-type project, and takes his case and gets his conviction um, overturned and, and frees him after, oh, I guess almost probably 15 years on death row. But, you know, the story highlights the way that that community, the racist nature of some people in that community, how they were treating other blacks and as lower-class citizens and railroaded this man into this this uh, conviction. And it, it, it does show that, you know, and I, I did some fact-checking, and most of the the dramatization that was in the sh- movie was it was relatively historically historically factual. It's, it's, it's disturbing that people are still treating other people that way, and it, and it d- does need to stop. But I think we have to come together as a country and unite and not play this blame game all the time. So those are my thoughts. I've been providing updates on the cases before the Supreme Court around the Second Amendment. There's 10 of them. Um, I'm going to stop, I think. I keep expecting the court to pick up one of those cases, and they, they haven't yet. They may have this last Thursday. I don't know. We'll find out. But until they do, I'll probably just quit updating and talking about it until they actually do. You know, rumors that it may go on past the election, waiting to see what the how the election uh, turns out, what the public sentiment is. I don't know. You know, Justice Roberts is proven to be less and less conservative, and, and that, that is concerning around these cases. But there are 10 of them. The one, I, there are, I'll talk about, there's three that I think is probably what they will choose from. But, I, I mean, that's just my speculation and, and what I've heard other people talk about. There's a case called Cheeseman versus uh, Palillo. There's a no one, Rogers versus Grewal. And then the last one is Douglas Steelek versus the state of New Jersey. And they all, the, they're, the main uh, premise of all of them is that they're challenging the right to carry requirements, the permit to carry requirements of New Jersey, and that unless you have a, a justifiable need to carry a meaning that you are in, under an imminent threat, that you cannot qualify for a permit to carry. So this will be one of those uh, we've, you know, the the court has addressed in in some cases the right to keep arms, and this would be an opportunity for them to to discuss the other language within the amendment of the right to bear arms and our do we actually have a right to to carry a firearm. And so let's be hopeful that they do pick these up. What I will do is I will, I'm just going to hold off updating everybody on what those uh, are until they actually do make a decision. You know, other topics that are going on, you know, gun sales, like 6 million guns sold in the first part of the, I mean, they're going through the roof. Um, my business is doing transfers is, is crazy. Inventory is, is, uh, is uh, low. And I think we're going to see this continue um, as long as until through the election. Elections uh, cycles always cause an uptick in gun sales, and then you 
put all this unrest um, but it, out there and it does cause uh, people to sometimes what I call panic buy but you know hey you know, you know we have what what happened to the coronavirus that really fell off the, the the news cycle doesn't take much does it I guess we will see what happens in this next week hopefully the Supreme Court will pick up something I am hopeful I hopefully this nation can start coming together and addressing some of our challenges and and be a little bit more pragmatic in what we are proposing uh, solutions versus uh, let's hey let's defund the police force uh, that type of talk is just not productive the rioting isn't productive looting is far from pr- productive and we need to sit down and have some productive conversations so um, i'm going to wrap up another uh, week of my podcast just some brief updates tip for everyone uh, again you know some things to do subscribe to it Go on to Apple Podcasts and give it five stars if you like it. Subscribe to my newsletter. That'll be in the show notes. Email me if you got any topics or any if you disagree uh, with anything I say. Uh, and uh, I am going to be coming out with some t-shirts and things if you're interested in, in those. And so stay tuned for that information. And again, until next week, this is the Live to Shoot podcast.